Mike Rowe here with a few thoughts on my favorite sweatshirt, a classic zip-up hoodie that used to be navy blue but has since faded to what the fashionistas call a distressed indigo. It's 13 years old, soft as a flannel bathrobe, and after a few hundred dirty jobs, demonstrably and undeniably indestructible. This is the kind of sweatshirt girlfriends like to permanently borrow, but I've held on to this one because I got it from American Giant. American Giant makes all their stuff right here in the USA so they can control every link in their own supply chain. That matters because when you buy American Giant, you not only get great quality, you create jobs for people in factory towns all over the country. No pressure, but if you give a damn about the business of making things in America, you got to support the companies who are doing it right. Go to American-Giant.com slash Mike to get 20% off your first order. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is 93.7 The Ticket. Look at me short. Look at me short. I'm the captain now. Three-time national champion, Vershawn Jackson. Oh, got a bunch all alone is Vershawn Jackson. And Vershawn, he'll get it to the 24-yard line. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Presented by Wingstop. Here he is, Vershawn Jackson. <laughs> See if I just say that, then I'm I'm still on, I'm kind of on. Are you eating a bell pepper? Are you eating a green it pepper? Is a, no, eating? no, it is an airhead. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I didn't mean to make you nu- drop your airhead. Nu- nutritious breakfast. Hey man, welcome back to the ticket. The captain, we're live and well. Captain is sponsored by Wingstop. Three locations. I'll be at 28th and uh, 29th and Pine Lake Road, 50th and Old, 28th and Superior. Order, carry out, or delivery online, www.wingstop.com. Now that we got that out of the way, a little fun stuff, Nick. Uh-oh. I told you I got a lot to talk about today. You did. You do say that. I got a lot to talk about today. Top out of 131 teams. Who's last, Nick? In what? Who's preseason ranked last in football? For college? Yes, sir. Out of 131 teams, can I get a conference? Uh, No, I might give it away. It's it's definitely not a power they're known, five. They're known for being a basketball team, basketball school. Is it Kansas? Nope. Kansas mm-hmm. is on the list. They're like number 86. Wow. Preseason, Lance Leipold, number 86. Lance Leipold has the, the, the Jayhawks up and running. Um. Known for being a basketball school. I, I I do not know. UMass. No, I, I would have never. They're known for being a basketball school? 
UMass used to be nice. Yeah, but in not, not in the last not in the last I, fifteen not, years. Okay, you might be right, but back in the day, UMass was UMass. Was the bomb, man. Get me out of here with you that. You have to look up basketball school. Notable, UMass. notable players that came from UMass. I'll do it it's right a pretty now. Pretty good player. I'll do it right now. Notable yes. UMass notable graduates. Player. Let's just Thank do you, graduates sir. across the board. We got well, graduates gonna be too vague. Okay, so basketball, notable. former. So former ba- UMass yes, basketball. Notables. notables. All right. Let's see. Let's see what we got. Marcus Camby. Wow. Come on, man. That's a good one. All right. I so think we got they won oh, with Camby. They won what with Camby? I thought they won the championship or they got to the championship. Uh maybe they got to the last game or something with Marcus. You know, Camby, I, I but- do remember hearing I mean, obviously. Uh, Dr. J was part of it, I thought. Yeah. So, or Julius Irving was. So, a long school, time baby. ago. You went. Long time ago. Yes. Before your time. Before you, was, before you had arrived on this island, no, sir. Well, so, I mean, Bubba says this on the text line. At 402-464-5685. Nick, 1993 to 2003, UMass was legit. Um, oh, my gosh. The real deal, dude. Still, that, that was not in the last 15 years. So, when you said basketball school... Known for being a basketball school, I'm thinking Kansas, Kentucky, um, maybe UCLA, but UCLA is not going to be down that low. No, any, anybody in not, the power, any, any, anybody, anybody in the Power Five should not be down that low. Um, instantly, when you said 131st, I was like, okay, there's Akron that's always at the bottom. Kent State, how are we feeling about the Golden Flashes this year? <laughs> how about where do we think Illinois is Ooh. preseason? Oh, probably about 90 to 110, that range. You think? I guess, no, you know what? Illinois with, Illinois, with Brett Bielema. Yeah, Illinois, remember? Yeah, with Brett Bielema, they beat Penn okay. State in the major overtime game, or a couple overtime yeah. game, they beat Nebraska. So, I, I'm selling Maybe them a little bit low. short then. So, I would say around the Kansas, a little above Kansas probably. 65. 65. Yeah, Northwestern. Down low. Worst than, worse than Illinois and Kansas? I would say yes. Dude, 62. See, Northwestern is going to be bad, though. I know, but but my, my point is, they're pre, uh, and I was going to go and I was going to put what their preseason rank last last year was, but I didn't get around to doing that. But I'm just this is kind of funny to me. Iowa State, 54. Mm. Missouri, 53. K-State 52. The next Big Ten, Minnesota, what do you think? Oh, probably 40. 33. 33, wow. Uh, no. P.J. Fleck, have you seen how, what P.J. Fleck looks like nowadays, by, by the way, Vershawn? No. You should look up P.J. Fleck from this year to last year. Do it right now um, because he got some major reconstruction done with his face. And, and like I'm not I'm not Why? dogging it I'm not Why? I'm not dogging him for doing that but like um, I mean everybody does their thing but he looks like Squidward off of SpongeBob SquarePants. What did he do? Just grew hair? No, no, it's not hair. It's it, his face is like there's no lines. There is no blemishes at all. There like he used to have bags under his eyes just a little bit you know just normal normal you know aging stuff. I, and, I don't see. it. And it is okay. I'll send you a picture if I can okay. find my phone. I don't know where my phone's at. I need to. Oh, there it is. Um, I'll send you a picture right now. 
once I once I pick it or get it up because um, it, it's like it, it's super noticeable, super noticeable. Really, yeah. I'm interested to see that. But Nebraska, where do you think we sat? But keep in mind, we lost to Minnesota. Yeah, probably below Minnesota, but above Kansas. So mid forty. So before I say that, before I say that, where do you think Iowa is? Iowa is. Lower 20s. Yeah, 28. Yeah. Nebraska, dude, 32. We do the same thing every year, Vershawn. It's not surprising. 30? It's not yeah, surprising you every can't year. Stop it. We finished 80th. I know. How do we – I don't mind climbing. I don't mind climbing. But at some point, let's just be realistic from last year. Now, now listen. Vershawn's in the red room today, so he is he's, he's speaking all the truth down. as hard as it comes. Vershawn speaks the truth when he's in the red room. Kentucky, number 25. Wow. Texas, 23. Take a wild guess of UCF. Ooh. So if Gus, I have to, to kind of walk through it here. They lost their starting quarterback in Dylan Gabriel. Uh, they have Gus Malzahn still. I would I would say 70-so around there. <laughs> 22. Oh, my God. See, this is this is bad. I I needed to know that we were doing this before the show, so I didn't look like a complete idiot. No, I'm just saying. Listen, if I if the shoe was on the other foot, I would have nah, been saying the exact I, same thing. And I'm like, I'm, what I'm the shocked. heck is going on? And, and granted, I don't know. You know, I don't know what UCF's recruiting class looks like or anything. And and I like Gus Malzahn. I, I think UCF's a, an interesting spot for him, where he can really shine and and be you know at the top of the coaching game. In terms of group of five coaches, we saw what he did at Auburn, but I think he's just fine at UCF. I think that's a really interesting fit after Hypo left. So So here we go. LSU 21, rounding the top 20, Penn State 18, Michigan State 17, Wisconsin 11, Michigan number nine, Oklahoma, third game of the season, right? Mm -hmm. Or fourth, whatever it is, preseason number eight. Lost all what they lost. They're still preseason number eight. Well, I mean, they got they got a, a, a top five transfer portal quarterback in Dylan Gabriel from UCF. They got him. They have a, a defensive minded head coach now in Brent Venables, who's had success at the at the high division one level. I, I, I'm not I'm not shocked by it. In all honesty, Oklahoma. The uh, the early just a kind of side note here. The uh, early lines for some games, some non-conference games came out today, and Oklahoma is a four-and-a-half-point favorite against Nebraska. Um, we, we don't know that. They, that's, I don't that's, know it's why. far out. But that's my, point. that's my point of doing these doggone preseason things, Nick. It's like, well, that, really? With the, lines, with the lines, it's about the bets. I mean, because think about this. If somebody is way out on Nebraska – Way, way out and thinks Nebraska is only going to win three games this year and it's going to be against Northwestern, Georgia Southern, and North Texas, which seem like the three most like, likely wins, right? Then they would say, oh, North, Oklahoma, they just need to win by a touchdown? I'm gonna put. I'm gonna you know sprinkle a little sprinkle a little money on on Oklahoma at the four and a half before Nebraska yeah. starts. Nebraska starts out one and two and that line is ten and a half. Starting going into week three, so it's all for betting purposes. I get it, but 
until I mean it's too far away. I mean, you got three games you got to play before you get there. So True. two for sure, but it, you don't know what's going to happen. It could you just don't know what's going to happen. And these preseason, I'm, my point is, a lot of times until you get to the top ten, and, and I'd be surprised. It doesn't matter what the what the preseason says. But now, if we go to my top four, give me your top four preseason college football team. Um. Okay, so Ohio State will be there. Number two. Uh, number two. Uh, I'm guessing Georgia's there, Alabama's there. Georgia's number three. I can Georgia. I get it. Mm-hmm. But they're defending champs. Yeah. So the defending champs, to me, I don't care if they lost their entire team, should still be number one until they lost. Ooh, yeah. I, I don't know That's if I agree me. with that. I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, I mean, they lost. You have to look. You, you have to look. You have to look. At, I I know that, but you have to look at what they lost in the draft and what they're going to come back with. I mean, that's part of these preseason rankings. It's just it's all speculation, right? Um, Dude, we lost. We lost a lot of guys in the '94 draft. We lost a lot of guys in the '95 draft. We still came back preseason and ranked pretty high in '96, even though nothing was really proven. I think three number three in the country is pretty high. That's that is high, but I would have thought that they would have been number one. Who do you think I is mean, number one? Is, and number four? Alabama's got to be number one. Oh, Alabama's number one. Yeah. Think about that, dude. Nick Saban has been number one for an awful long yeah time. Um, can you? Pick, I, I bet it never gets old, though. Can you pick two years in the Saban era since '07 that they went undefeated? Though there's two Ooh. years in the Saban era that they went undefeated. Only two. All the rest of the years, one loss, two loss, but there was two years that they went undefeated. I, I can't. Years. I can't think off the top of my head. Two thousand nine, um, they went. They went fourteen and zero, and okay. then eleven years later, twenty twenty, COVID year, they went thirteen and zero. I'm, I'm looking up the the two thousand nine Alabama roster because I, I want to get a little bit of uh, just a uh, remembrance of who's all here. Right. Guess who's number uh, four? Kenny Bell Preseason. was a freshman. Um, Take a wild guess who's number four. Based strictly it, it cannot, off of what they did in recruiting. I was going to say, Based, it's UC, USC. No. Really? Based strictly off of what they did in recruiting. I don't. I remember USC was in the top 20 somewhere. I don't remember where exactly. I didn't write everybody down. Based off of what 10. they are and did in recruiting. Yes. They. Who had the number one recruiting class? Texas A&M? In the country? Yes, they're number Jimbo four. Fisher, really four. See, it's so hard because, like, that I do. I don't like putting three teams in the in the top four uh, because at the, once the end of the season comes around in the playoffs, here three teams are from the SEC is not going to make it in the playoff. So Texas A and M is going to have to get by Georgia and or Alabama to get in. Like that's just how uh, that's how they, they always have to. That's what's going to have to take. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, you got a lot of teams in the big. You got a lot of Big Ten teams, you know, top twenty. So, like you said, it's all got to be decided on the field. My point is, besides to me, besides Alabama, Georgia, 
Ohio State. I don't know if Texas A&M deserved to be there just yet based on play, based on what they did last year. But that's what it is, and that's what we go off of. I, I'm, I'm curious to know who's writing this stuff up because I, I wouldn't put Texas A&M in the top ten, not based on their track record. Um, I, that, that's interesting that Texas A&M, I'm trying to find the, the list of all the teams because I'm curious – where USC falls, I'm curious where Oregon falls. I'm curious where Miami falls now because Miami's interesting with Mario Cristobal there, in my opinion. Um, and then Oregon's interesting just because, well, obviously Tony Tuioti left um, and, and took a couple Huskers with him. But for the most part, I mean, it's it's just more interesting because Oregon is now not the top dog in the in the in the Pac-12 and I guess you could argue that they haven't been for a couple years with Utah really making a push but I mean now it's it feels like the Pac-12 if you want to do Pac-12 with tiers it feels like it's USC on top even though we haven't seen anything of those guys producing at USC right we've see, only seen them at Oklahoma with USC like in tier 1 and then tier 2 is is Oregon and Utah and and maybe you can throw I don't know one other team in there. If it's, I don't know how Washington looks, but then it feels like everybody else is. I mean, Arizona State's a dumpster fire. Arizona's always garbage. Oregon State's down there as well. Oregon or uh, Washington State bad. Like I just feel like they're now the Pac-12 is interesting because it, it feels before we've even seen them play on Saturday, it feels like USC is in tier one, and then tier two are Oregon and Utah, and that's why when Lincoln Riley went to to USC and all this stuff with USC becoming such a such a powerhouse again or getting so many big names it, like it's good for college football and it's good for the Pac-12 specifically because now there's going to be a lot of people staying up at 9:30 at night on a Saturday night to watch USC and Oregon or USC and Oregon State like it's it's going to draw eyes to the conference and maybe they'll get a little more respect in terms or you know a little more uh uh yeah I guess respect would be a good enough word when they're looking for the playoffs Okay, so this just in. This is USA Today Sports. College football re-rank for all 131 FBS teams following spring practices. Mm, Which would be interesting. Top four teams, Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia. Number four, Michigan. Number five, Oklahoma. This is this is after spring game. Very yeah. interesting. So so relevant. As relevant as, as preseason rankings are gonna come. As relevant as they're gonna come. Clemson, number six. Utah, number yeah. seven. Wow. Texas AM moves down to eight. That's based on a recruiting, I'll give him a top ten. Well, and, and based we'll on the coach, I mean, we, we know what kind of coach Jimbo Fisher is. Like he wouldn't be getting paid hundreds of millions of dollars if he's not a if he's not a quality football coach. So like, he hasn't necessarily won a ton of championships, but he's still a top, probably a top ten coach in the country. Ah, you can't, you can't. I, when was the last time we seen Jimbo Fisher in the dance? Well, it would have been when he was at Florida State. I, I, I would just on the top of my, my head, point. Florida State and Auburn, I believe they played, or Florida State and Oregon. I can't remember which one it was. Um, yeah, no, it was Florida State Auburn and. Florida State won it. That was the year Kelvin Benjamin. I'm sure Texan will correct me if I'm wrong, but I mean, yeah, like we haven't seen him do anything at Texas A&M except boost recruiting. 
That's my point. I mean, you can you can everything's about wins and losses. We've been talking about this. Oh, it's about your wit. The reason why Coach Osborne is great is not because he's a nice guy. It's not because he was able to win nine games every season. It's not. It's because he was able to win multiple games and win over a five-year span, win three national championships and only lose three games. That's why he's awesome. No other reason. The reason why we talk about Nick Saban is because Nick Saban is consistently in the top one, two, and three in recruiting every year for the last 10 years. And his football teams have proven that recruiting and wins go hand in hand. Yeah, I agree. So, that you know, when you look at Texas A&M and what they did in recruiting, it warrants them being in the top 10. Maybe not number four in uh, uh, college football news, but definitely, definitely top 10 action. Maybe, you know, 8, 9, 10 and rounded off the top 15. Vershawn, I just sent you the picture of P.J. Fleck whenever you want to see it. Okay. I just okay. texted it to you. Okay, I'll take a I'll, I'll take a peek at that. I have no idea where my phones are. Oh but, man, uh, yeah, they're all over the place, man. That's what happens when you're in the red room, just in, you know, running around. I got dogs outside running around, looking crazy, and you know, when you're in the red room, anything goes, baby. Of Hit course. us up on the Sider Haven text line. I'm with the question. I'm with the smoke today. Somebody hit me with the smoke today. I need a question that we've all been waiting for the captain to answer. Hit us up. 402-464-5685. I had a brain fart. All right, so we get this text on the the this question on the text line. Um, Crowbait says this. How, how good did Oklahoma do in the transfer portal this offseason? Did they pick up some heavy hitters to be number five in the polls? All right, so I pulled up Oklahoma's here. All right, so just to give you a, an idea, they took Pittsburgh's backup quarterback. Um, they took an offensive tackle from TCU, the a defensive back from North Carolina, a um, couple guys from Louisville, Missouri. Obviously, Dylan Gabriel's the big one. Um, so, I mean, they, they grabbed a lot. They grabbed 11 guys out of the transfer portal this offseason. And then on top of that, their recruiting class was ranked 10th in the country. Still, despite a uh, change of coaches and coaching staff, they stayed 10th in the country. And so. rightfully so. How about how about how about the Scurs? How about Kane Williams? Yeah, that's big. That's big. That makes it interesting because so we know we know Travis Fisher cross trains his guys. All of, all the guys in the room, or mo, you know, good chunk of them, he'll cross train. So Kane Williams comes in as a safety, and it, it's interesting because now Miles Farmer and Deshaun Singleton were those two guys coming into, I guess you could say Sunday morning before Kane Williams commits, and. Mm-hmm. Kane Williams has a lot. I mean, ha, I mean, he spent time at Alabama. Doesn't have a lot of in-game reps, obviously, and that's why he had to move on. But part of it, like for me personally, I was thinking about this yesterday. Like, you have to be one of the best in the country to find significant time at Alabama. But he was on the roster, so there's a little bit of encouragement there, I suppose. Um, but Nebraska now it's Miles Farmer and Deshaun Singleton. The rest of the secondary, I wonder how it's going to look. I mean, obviously, if Quentin Newsom on one side, you would assume Tommy Hill's on the other. Uh, well, you got you got the kid from New Jersey, the you, player yes, of the year. Jaden Gould's a true freshman. Like, there's there's a lot of options there for Travis Fisher. Um, a, a big one that Nebraska still needs to get, in my opinion, VJ is is the win kid, the Alabama transfer for uh, interior defensive tackle. 
That's that, listen. That's a big. That one. would sure up everything, right there. That that's a big. You one. get you get that you get him. Some of our world woes go away. Yeah, I, I agree. That's just, that's just how I feel. I feel well, it like, just puts it just puts bodies in the room, like that, that's, real bodies. In the that's room, exactly right? like that's what Nebraska is is kind of starving for right now. It feels like it's just bodies in the room. Because whether it's been the starter not producing and you have to go in the back, to the backup and, and luckily enough they've worked out or vice versa, the starter's panned out, but you're leaning so heavily on him that if he gets banged up, there's nobody behind him, there's no depth to kind of fill his, fill the role or fill the void. So now Nebraska has Devin Drew, the Texas Tech transfer, and now they're still in on, on, the, on the win guy and... We'll see what happens otherwise. We'll see if they switch to a 4-3 for the majority of this season as well, um, since they have a little bit of smaller bodies since Damian Daniels is gone, just to kind of help with the the interior run defense. But we'll see what happens, I suppose. Right. You almost have to in the Big Ten. You almost have to be 4-3 defense in the Big Ten to be successful, just because yeah. of because everybody's run heavy for the most part. You know what I mean? I mean, who's the most pass-happy offense in the Big Ten? You could argue – well, I, I don't know. I think Ohio State would be, in terms of stats, Ohio State is probably up there just because of the weapons that they have on the outside. I mean, you have to think about last year, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Jeremy Ruckert. Um, and then you could you could combat that with Travion Henderson, who was a five-star running back in the backfield. So statistic-wise, probably Ohio State. Actual pass-happy-wise, would could we argue Nebraska tried a lot? Well, sometimes so. we chunked it a lot. We chunked it a lot. But getting back to Kane Williams because I think it's important because that if if you're in the safety room right now, right? Mm-hmm. If you're in the uh, in the defensive back room right now, and you know that you got a four star kid, right? Out of that Alabama was really really high on. You either going to say to yourself. I'm getting ready to put my A game on. Yeah. Because they're getting some people. And that room is going to get smaller. Well, the more studs and the more it starts to weed itself out. Rashawn, I'm going to say this. I mean, I, I wonder what it means for a guy like Noah Pola Gates, who's kind of been a fan favorite. We haven't seen him play. So it's literally been a fan favorite because he was highly recruited out of, out of Nebraska or out of, uh, out of high school. Arizona. Yeah. Out of Arizona. Thank you. And, I mean, Nebraska beat out Alabama for him. Like, like they beat out top schools for Noah Pola Gates, and we just haven't seen him even on the field, you know, in a, in a substantial role. So I wonder what it means for a guy like that because now Nebraska's. I mean, they're going to have to let go of some guys because they're going to be over the scholarship limit, especially if they get more transfers coming in, which we expect. No, well, I mean, I, I I take my hat off to the coaching staff to. Uh, Trev Albers for pulling triggers on some of these guys that we pull the trigger on. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, when in Rome, I say this all the time, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. And right now, NIL is big. So, you know, transfer portal's big. Now, transfer portal's closed. So all the guys that's in the portal are good, but you can't get in the portal now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, no, you can get in the portal. You just aren't eligible to play next year. Um, well, that ain't very smart to get in the portal. What's... What's interesting, I wonder how much NIL truly had in Kane Williams coming to Lincoln because I'm sure there's probably a part of it because that's, I mean, everything's revolving around NIL now. But if you look at Travis Fisher, I think he, I don't think he gets enough credit 
for what he's done um, and, and for I, sticking with Nebraska. I agree with that, but I'm not so sure that Mickey Joseph didn't have a hand in this. Because oh, the kid's well, from Louisiana. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm No, sure I'm just saying been, as yeah. far as Kane Wayne, yeah, he's from Louisiana, and he's yeah. from New Orleans. So I, I don't know. I think, you know, like I said, a lot of these kids that are coming um, – Man, you got you, you know. Shout out, like 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 you said, I definitely want to give uh, Travis Fish his uh, yeah. due diligence. But shout out to Mickey Joseph, man, because he's snatching some kids, some big time kids, and, and he's bringing them home. Well, that's what we've talked about. I mean, even if it's not their actual positions, it's just having those guys on staff is big because you look at the places that Nebraska has not been able to get into and recruit successfully, and it's been Texas and it's been Louisiana, and now you fix that with Mickey Joseph, who has who has roots in in both those states, but especially Louisiana. And then Brian Applewhite comes from TCU, so you know he's he's got connections in Texas. It's like it's all about relationships, and not even always with the athletes, but with the high school coaches in those areas. Well, and, 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 you know, we've got to continue to work on our, our relationship with Omaha area kids and, and uh, make sure that we cultivate those. And I know they are. You only can do so much. You know, there's kids going down to university and some different things have been happening. But we got to continue to, co- to cultivate that. Um, there's a kid that's the kid that's going to Vanderbilt, right? Six, four, big kid. And, and, and listen, I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to throw it to break. When we get back, I'm going to give you my breakdown of Kane Williams. Why? Because I want you to start to understand football, how recruiters look at things, and all that good stuff. More, the ticket, 93.7. Yeah. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.